You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- Two five six seventeen twenty nine, and now another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. Yay! Oh, I thought that was going to be music, but that's okay. Hi, everyone. Bing is for doing, and we're doing another after show here for RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. I am your host, Jackie Borowski, and next to me is... Cameron Marston. And across from me... Natalie Bratney. Tony Moore. And um, today we, as you can see, if you're watching it, I mean, if you're on iTunes, you can't see us. But (laughs) if you're watching this, and download us on iTunes, subscribe. Um... But if you're watching us, you can see we're in the big studio now. And first off, perks to being in the big studio, the AC is on. That's exciting. We won't be sweating through this. Um, (laughs) The only sad thing is, though, Natalie and I put on our cute shoes today, and you can't see them. So um, just in your head, imagine us wearing, yeah. Priorities. Yeah. Imagine us wearing really cute shoes, because... I you packed them, them in my car. Yeah. Okay. Well, you I should always have cute shoes in your car just in case. I wore mine to work. I didn't. <laughs> I brought flats to That work. is commitment. Yeah. That means you've been in those things all I day. I was committed to, um, to drag. Beauty knows no pain. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, and these are like, you can't see them, but they're like six inches tall. They are. She's as tall as me. Tall I know. Tall and Tony's really tall in tall. the real world. In the real world. Clearly has long um, arms, so too. <laughs> my big monkey arms. <laughs> I only said that because I can't reach the mug. Hey, Tim. Because I have midget arms. Anyway, and now I'm going to get, like, all sorts of hate mail. Um, So we have... comment on. (laughs) Yeah, please. Um, So we have Tin Tim on the line. I actually... um, Pandora retweeted one of his videos last week, Mm -hmm. and he is a a performer and a scholar. (laughs) He's from Chicago. Um, he had a lot of really, really fascinating point on what I thought was point on and interesting things to say. And so I asked him to call in today and hopefully he can give, give us his dish on tonight's episode. Nice. Do we have him on the line? Yes. I'm here. Hi. Hi, Tim. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Um, I was just wondering, because I was telling everyone how much I loved your review of last week's episode and how I thought it was spot on. You were um, you were basically talking about people falling into roles, like Pandora and Mimi falling into specifically like rote roles that they were playing out, mm-hmm. and you felt that was tired, and I agree with you. And I was wondering what your take on tonight's episode was. Mm-hmm. Um, well... I, it definitely felt like there was still some of that in that, right? Like, I think right. that um, 
Tammy Brown in particular is the other one that people really felt was like a wild card um, going in. And, uh, you know, I think folks who were less familiar with what she does and, and how brilliant it really is were sort of like, why is she here? Um, so in that way, it was a little disappointing to see her also be, you know, going home really early. But I don't know, I was less fired up. Um, in a way, my, my video was a harder one to make this week because I... Uh, you know, I d didn't think she, you know, and Nina took to the challenge real, really well. And, you know, that that's hard to, you know, I don't think that that was just editing this week. Like, it was pretty clear that, right. um, you know, it wasn't, you know, the best fit for them. Or, you know, she performed what she usually does, which I think is great because they're really, um, they're both really interesting and distinctive uh, kind of punk in a way, like, you know, outsider artist type winners. But, uh you know, it wasn't, I didn't feel like anyone was wrong or anything, you know, like, like it was sort of hard to justify anyone but them going home. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, and that brings me, I guess, to kind of my next topic. I, I have been against the concept of teams for this from the beginning because I feel it's weird that you're doing an all-stars show and then you're picking two all-stars. It just doesn't make sense to me, I guess. And mm -hmm. some of the teams, like, Again, I question whether or not they actually picked them or there was, like, certain proddings from producers as to, like, you should right. try this or that. Or some combination thereof, right? Like, right. I kind of, yeah. I, I think that it was all them. Because, you do? Yeah, because, I mean, Raven and Jujubee are very close and they say that, you know, so of course mm -hmm. they're going to pick each other. And then I think everyone else, it just so happened, you know what I mean? Like, you know, people wanted to work with other people for, you know, once you're in that mindset of like, now we're going to be paired. Now I need to, you know, find my my match. They started trying to pick and then it depended on the match with them. So I don't think they were poke or prodded. That's that's just my opinion. I think the way the teams are was based on the, those matches that we saw last week and who I, we decided I, to work with them. I with agree with Tony. Um, just because Chad and Chanel, they've already worked together. Right. So they probably thought this they would pick each other and it would be a great pair. So, you know, it would take yeah. that far. But. Well, how do you guys feel about the teams? I guess well, I, I have a feeling that at the end, my predict well, if we're doing predictions, it's going to come down to, like, the final four and then it's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. So they'll be yeah, up against sure. each other. Oh, yeah. I, I believe that if there is a secondary all-star season, I don't think that Rue would go the path of doing teams again. No. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, I think I, it was a creative way to deal with the fact that they only had a six-episode order. Mm -hmm. But... Um, yeah. So far, it hasn't led to as entertaining of a season as I think maybe they thought it could in terms of the drama it's created. It has mostly felt sort of canned or awkward or strange, like I haven't really um, found it that engaging yet with this potential. And fans are probably disappointed that favorites are going home, like Pandora Box and then Nina Flowers, well, even though I love Tammy Brown. Well, yeah. going, going back <laughs> to that, there that. are some, I mean, just in, in every sub-community, there's certain characters that are... Com competitive and in response to your email talking about Tim Seminar, mm -hmm. um, there are such things as drag athletes where they they enjoy the competition of it. Where some are just personas and their mm -hmm. characters and they do their thing, they're not really in the competition side of it, which I think Tammy Brown falls into and Pandora Box. But I think For Nina sure. Flowers was competitive and unfortunately she got stuck with it. Yeah. Partner that well, wasn't. they picked each other though. Mm -hmm. How many. Well, Pan there we, wasn't much left. Well, we all know <laughs> Pandora. Still and competitive though, because sometimes I get a vibe from her like she's. Um, you know, she's already, like, a national pageant title holder and, like, did really well in her season, and maybe she's just content to sort of have the legacy that she has and come Ooh. in and be fierce, but maybe she wasn't as driven as 
maybe some of the others. Who are we talking it's about? It's hard to tell from the edit. Nina Flowers. Oh, oh yeah. 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 She was an instant favorite of all of ours, and so it was a big... I yeah, mean, for it's, sure. And it's obvious, like you said, from her performance that... Um, that she she like she would go home just be based on the performance, but it was still like it was still a shock. I think she wanted to show well, but I also think she probably is the most centered emotionally and spiritually. Forgive me if you don't mm-hmm. believe that. Um, I think she had a great center. Um, that's why she went conge- Miss Congeniality, right? And yeah, she had a great spirit to her. You have to be likable to yeah. Miss Congeniality. She was. I, I found her very genuine. Yeah, I agree. I guess then that brings me to kind of, <laughs> that brings me to kind of my second question, which is the flip side of the coin. So we had Team Yarlexis win, which was Yarlexis. something I didn't see, and I like. Um, Again, this falls into, um, Tim talks about this in his video, basically saying that the people with language barriers also fall into these tropes. Um, so how did you feel about them winning? Um, I, uh, so I'm definitely tired of, <laughs> you know, the, them being made, like the, the, the Puerto Rican queen sort of being made into a joke. So in right. a way I was happy that, like, the, the ending sort of turned up on, on its head in a way, and then, like, they got to make the jokes. But right. um, I didn't really see, I mean, I kind of agree, like, just beyond that sort of, I don't know, ideological thing, like, I, from what we saw, at least, of what was um, included, which was only a small snippet of the full challenge, I know. Like, I didn't think that they were the most interesting, like what Chad did with Betty Davis and what Manila did with Madonna, both I thought like caught me off guard a lot more and were more surprising. And um, I don't know, that's something that I look for, I think, in any kind of, of art um, and in drag is like what, uh, you know, what is unexpected to me or, uh, you know, it tends to be what interests me most. And uh, Charo didn't feel like that unexpected from, from Jara Sophia, even though, you know, she performed it well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also thought I also thought the Shakira impression wasn't that great. I thought I liked the Char impression, yeah. Yeah, but just tuning in, you mm-hmm. wouldn't know. You who wouldn't Alexis know. Was. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't know that that was Sha- that was necessarily Shakira, and she was. Uh, I mean, to use the phrase Santino did, the straight man. So it's like she wasn't even saying much in that, and so there was no there was no switching of roles to where one like one person really gets mm-hmm. to show their impression. But if you notice, each team had one person that did better than the other in their impressions um you just mentioned chad out of chad chad um (laughs) there was um uh chad who did a great betty davis chanel and okay you know uh lucille ball uh ruju b um well uh juju did a great job with Fran Drescher, they had some issues with Raven as B. Arthur, although I thought she did great. As, I thought as she B. was Arthur. funny. She yeah. wasn't, to me, she wasn't necessarily B. Arthur. Me. Yeah, she wasn't necessarily B. Arthur, but she was funny, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, I, 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 I think in each group there was one person out of the group that just did stellar. So I don't know if that was that one person kind of falling back a little to make that other character shine because maybe it was more of like an exaggerated character or, or what, but there was always one. So at least yeah. that's good. Yeah. I think I think of all of them, Raven, as far as the weaker of the couples, Raven fell short, whereas the other ones um, just didn't have it. Like, I don't find Latrice to be comedic unless it's off the cuff right. in communication. Oh. Um, I don't find um, Chanel entertaining whatsoever. 
So, <laughs> sorry. Why did Why did you whisper it? She's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I get hate mail because I don't like my gay community. Whatever. She not sucks. That's my. Oh opinion. well. Oh well. You said that loud and clear. We're gonna get some. We're gonna get some angry YouTube comments. That's okay. We like this. Well, too. no one hates me. Just in case That's you're true. snoozing. Everybody loves Tony. That's why everybody loves Tony show. I know. <laughs> haters on one side. This is how they split it up. If you, you can't see us on iTunes, it's haters on one side, friendly people on the other. Um, I actually get no comments, so that makes me feel even worse. <laughs> You're like the redheaded stepchild. Different towards that me. no one talks about. Jay Walker. I'm kidding. No, that's that's been my whole life. Oh, <laughs> so for Untucked, Untucked was the episode of Sads. Um, everyone was crying about their dad. Um, yeah. I just think, and, and that's another thing. I wonder, like, because I. I know that producers will go out and they'll like if they think you have a good backstory, they'll they'll take the time to go out and search that person who's missing without your permission. Yeah, yeah. no, they will. And like, well, well, the thing is, when you fill out a form, when you go into these things, you say the forms ask very pointed questions. It's implied. Yeah. yeah. So they'll say like, "How is your relationship with your parents? How is your relationship with your community? You know, things like that." And so once they know a nugget of information like that, then they'll like move hell and high water. What? Molestation? What? Where they live? Right. <laughs> but so, um, right. So, so Chad's dad, who he hasn't spoken to in 25 years, That's called crazy. in and then um, caused uh, a whole back roll of actually what I thought were some of the best comments of the episode, yeah. where um, the queens were kind of um, reflecting on the fact that they feel like a disappointment to their fathers because they are women dressed like men. Right. Um, or men dressed like women. I'm sorry. <laughs> men dressed like women. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> you say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> They're really women in their hearts. Um, so what? how did you feel about the Untucked episode? Have you seen it, Tim? Um, I did, yeah. Um, actually, someone asked me about this earlier somewhere, and uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, I appreciate that they've been varying the the tone on those Untucked episodes, so you get the really serious, heavy ones, and then you get, like, just the funny ones, like, like Willem's game last week, and then you get, like, you know, the like what they used to do and continue to do with, where it's more um, arguments and drama and all that. Like, I didn't... Um, connect with it that strongly, like, I'm going to sound like such a jerk here probably, but uh, it felt like a little sentimental, but Mm. it may be just that I don't have that kind of, um, I'm not carrying that kind of trauma that that some other folks are around familial rejection, and so I didn't, I don't know, but I I didn't have a strong, it was well, I mean, it was, you know, well executed. I'm glad that it was someone like Chad, who I feel like has the emotional maturity and and resources to, like, handle something like that happening on screen. because there is, you know, potentially that exploitative element to it if it, um, you know, when it's unexpected like that and someone isn't prepared and they're in the middle of this, like, really intense competition. And then they yeah. break down and they're worth nothing. Right. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. It had, I agree. It had, it's, it's good that it happened to a person like Chad who's a very strong person. Right. I think it, it does bring up an interesting point that, you know, these are drag queens and they are, they do not live as a woman, but they perform as women. And I think, you know, in their father's eyes, every father, you know, looks forward to having a son and, you know, doing the typical things like baseball and basketball. These guys obviously wanted to, you know, sew dresses and wear heels and things like that. So it was almost like being their mother's child. So I think it's a, it can weigh heavy on them a little bit because, you know, they do still want to make their fathers proud, but 
in the sense that they feel like they can't make their fathers proud in the way that they want them to be, you know, as far as like doing the typical, you know, guy, guy stuff, going on fishing trips and basketball and stuff like that, you know? So yeah. I think it raised a, a very interesting point. Mm-hmm. Well, and like Latrice said, it does take a strong man to dress as a woman. That was yeah. one of my favorite quotes. Mm-hmm. I was just, I was going to say it if you didn't, because I, I thought that, um, it, they like I said they had a, not, a lot of really amazing like quotes and like mm-hmm. uh, connections between them that came came I from also this. think it takes a strong man to do that scoot at the end of lip sync for your life <laughs> where hold up that was can we, quite the scoot can we so dig Latrice deeper shuffle. into this I enjoyed it can we dig a little deeper into this like into, into the, the psychology Latrice, of the psychology drag queens of the and Latrice transgender shuffle? and that such I mean I know many drag queens that didn't grow up wanting to wear women's clothes but they found a knack or they actually found a skill in it and learned to enjoy it so it wasn't like they were drawn to it and then it's not like they were transvestites per se so there's just such a wide range um so I can understand. Maybe you played football, and then the father was so used to that is that there's such a. It's I don't know. We I wanted to talk about this last time, but there's also drag queens that actually are in the process of transitioning. They don't always admit it, but some of them do want to become women. That's a different story. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah, there there is a spectrum. such a wide. Yeah. Like like Manila was saying, there was a period where you know he dated a girl, was going to marry her, you know, was going to have you know, but it just wasn't. What well once he got brought out of the closet, you know, then he went through his whole thing and then kind of gravitated towards you know performing and things like that, and obviously found his happy. So, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't mean to move us on, but I am. <laughs> we probably should. I feel like uh, yeah. I feel like it's one of those Debbie Downers. Uh, now we need an upper. We we do. Um, Tim, um, Tim, I want to thank you for calling in. Is there anything else you would like to say? Um, to our viewers before before we move on? This is the part um, where you plug your I don't think so, no, just I'm, I'm going to continue to do the, uh, you know, the YouTube reviews, uh, plug. you know, plug as it. long as the season's on for the next four weeks, I guess. So, what's, what's your channel? I'm uh, looking forward to seeing the rest of the season. Where, where can we find the videos, Tim? Um, it's, uh, like, YouTube backslash uh, Tim Jones Yeldington, uh, which is, like, Y-E-L... Uh, v as in Victor, I-N-G-T-O-N. And it should be posted It should be posted on the bottom of the screen if you're watching from YouTube as well. Um, thank thank you, Tim, so much for calling in. He has some really smart reviews, you guys. Very Check well them spoken. out. He's very, very well, spoken. well spoken. And in full face when he's doing yeah. these videos. Kudos to that. Yeah. Mugging, just mugging. Dedicated yeah. queen and scholar. <laughs> right. Studying. I yeah. hope you go do a show or something after that, so that way all that paint's not in vain. Yeah. Agree. Agree. <laughs> Thanks so much for it's calling fun, in, fun. Tim. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you. Tim. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so can we, we have. Play, can we play in the butt room? <laughs> yes, the the, uh, the challenges. Oh, so the first challenge winner um, was Rujubi, which mm. I thought to me they won the main <laughs> challenge, but we'll move on to that later. Mm. Um, do you guys have anything to say about In the Butt Room before we move Other on to the Other than the title challenge? is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I was, awesome. so I'm on Twitter last night, and because we screen it here before we come on, and so I don't actually watch the episode until I'm here at After Buzz. And I was like, why is it all hashtag In the Butt Room all over Twitter? <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea why they called it that, but I do think it was a great way for 
us to maybe find out how well they know each other. Yes. I mean, I think knowing each other will help them and benefit them with this pairing a- along the way. So it was interesting, especially when uh, Manila and Latrice realized, like, oh, girl, we don't really know that much about each other. And they had that moment of, like, getting to know each other. So I think the the, the point of the game was to... You like a getting to know you yeah. sort of a thing. Or so humanize I like them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's what you need to do if you're gonna have if you're gonna have teams. Yeah. Uh, you might as well do that. Um, so then, and plus, I w- was just a fan of that newlywed show. I forget what it's called, the newlywed game, mm-hmm. yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, the newlywed uh, yeah. Game. I used to really love that show. Anyway, so yeah. um, we should play that here one day. We should. We would all fail. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna call it in the butt? <laughs> we'll call it into butt after buzz. <laughs> That's why they. Th- never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag into butt after buzz. Um, Hashtag cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag put it in me. See, it, I knew wow. it was going to go there. <laughs> Raven said that. I, I know. Sure. She also said the devil wears nada. The devil wears nada. <laughs> So good. Um, so then the big challenge was the celebrity impression that had like five different parts to it. I don't mm-hmm. I didn't understand the problem I have with that kind of setup is you have all these parts, but then we don't get to see everything that everyone's yeah. doing. So I'm like, right. why don't you just make it less complicated? Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like maybe I should have researched this before I came in, but I feel like that was maybe how the show was back there. Maybe there Laughing. was a show. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's kind of, thank you so much for nodding and saying that I'm good. Okay. So <laughs> thank you. Um, so I feel like that's why there were so many components because right. there were, you know, they were trying to recreate that. So it was, you know, it's fun. Um, I, I thought, but I thought team Ruju B, like I said earlier, did a great job. I mm. didn't, I mean, I found them funny. Uh, Raven might not have been dead on, and I'm a huge B. Arthur fan, so. I, but see, I, I, I am too. I thought Raven did a great job as B. Arthur. Yeah. Like I thought she had the facial expressions, <clears throat> she had the voice. Like it was very deadpan, very like straight on and forward, like B. Arthur would be. I thought she did a great job, so I didn't and agree. Out of with, all the teams, both of them, someone could just tune in and know who they were playing. Whereas with the other teams, I felt like only one of the team members and again, were maybe, kind of doing something recognizable. Maybe of the clips we saw, that was the highlight reel for her, mm-hmm. yeah. as opposed to everybody else who may have had more to choose from. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish her voice was a little more gravelly. I mean, of the B. Arthur, I only know B. Arthur from Golden Girls. I didn't watch Maud. Maud. She wasn't Maud. I didn't Maud. watch Maud either, but I think I'd rather watch it's Olympia because Dukakis, it's, a, it's a generation thing, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Even you're too old for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I want to actually bring up something that Tony brought up last week when we were watching, and I don't remember if you actually said it live or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're all like pointing at him. I'm um, Tony, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> Wait, who's Tony? who's Tony? Me. Got it. This guy. <laughs> um, so the judges, you brought up a good point saying that on All Stars um, for Project, Project Runway, Runway. Yes, they yes, have yes. different judges. Yes. I, I felt like um, it was a little weird to for the All Star seasons to have the same judges that they do for the regular seasons. I, I agree the way um, Project Runway All Stars does it. They bring in new judges that kind of have a fresh take on the girls that don't have a rapport with them, that haven't seen them before, 
haven't judged them before. So it kind of gives a new way to kind of critique them and to analyze them and to kind of push them. And unbiased them. Exactly. Like, I feel like, you know, they've judged these girls before. They've seen these girls before. And, you know, now for years, you know, with the exception of the very first season, but Santino's been with them since the first season. But for the most part, I feel like, you know, you already have this kind of rapport and relationship, you know, with these girls and familiar with them that how can you really judge their progression, you know? Right. Well, no, I disagree with, with that. I, I hated when Project Runway brought in different judges. And I think because these judges have seen all of these queens for four seasons, they're judging how they have grown. They already know what they did in their seasons. Now they're going to see, okay, I haven't seen you in a season and of four seasons. And they to a higher standard. Now are you really an all-star? You know, can Chad do something other than share? Okay, so that's well, what. Well, middle ground here. <laughs> they could. The problem I had with Project Runway's uh, judges that they brought in for all-stars were they sucked. They were just yeah. the most boring <laughs> judges you would ever hear from, and everybody was like, oh my gosh, please stop talking, because you can't compare to Heidi Klum or Tim Gunn. I think the idea would be, if you bring in somebody different to judge them, bring in somebody like, I, I mean, I don't know if they could get Vicki Lawrence for all those, but Vicki Lawrence was serving it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could bring in someone like a Vicki Lawrence... Um, not that I would ever want to p- replace Michelle Visage, but like in her place, you know, somebody else, um, you could bring in another Project One Runway person in place of Santino, and that way you still have the big personality. Uh-huh. But Holy you, Jay. Big but, Jay. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. The one, uh, the one who was with Christian in that one challenge. Okay. Mm-hmm. This isn't after Buzzford, but yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, yeah. But there's there's a different way to do it without having it have the same kind of thing. And also, like, why did nobody push this? What do you call it? Save a hoe button? Oh, the save. Don't a, touch that button, hoe. Listen, they only Tammy got one time <laughs> to hit that button, and they better use it wisely. So, and Nina knew you're not you're not gonna lip sync against Latrice. Who was doing the the uh, Super Bowl shuffle? That that little five six seven eight at the end. She was, you know, she moment. was holding that. She's like, I'm going to bring this out. She won. That was and it. It was amazing. That was it. But I have to say, as far as uh, her form, the her, her form, her legs. I feel like the the lip sync uh, was great. You know, because like Raven mentioned, they both were in it. Mm-hmm. Like. You That's know, true. Latrice with her her Latriceisms and Tammy with her Tammyisms. Like we know that Latrice can lip sync the house down. You right. know what I mean? Like we've seen her. You know, mm-hmm. in, in the in her season, she can stand there and totally kill her someone. energy is yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but so is Tammy's. Mm-hmm. Tammy Tammy's is, a visual. She's yes. totally visually. Tammy drawing. is very entertaining. Just like Vicky said, if there's any one person that you would want to just sit and watch, it would be Tammy. Oh yeah. So I think they. I, it was a tough decision. I think. Yeah, and them. you're right. Like, when we were watching it, Tony was like, it's all going to come down to the shuffle. Tommy's entertaining, whereas I think Latrice is endearing. So you kind of have an emotional draw to Latrice where you have the entertainment draw to Tommy Brown. Because Tommy Brown crazy. She's like she an is. alien. I love crazy. From another, she said she was from another planet. I love crazy. Um, um, she is. How do you guys also feel? Okay, so the judges, you Tony was explaining to me there was an extra cut that I didn't really notice that now they're cutting back to the judges. Yes. So When Rue's on the stage. Yeah, so usually when they, when they go to... To the the main stage, and they present Rue. Um, they now do this shot with the judges where they're like mugging. Hmm. <laughs> you know, and and I, yeah, I guess I've never noticed that. It's I new. Like, it wasn't it's new. the first time. Yeah, I like that because it's like these are the judges, and yeah. then now here's Rue. You know what I mean? I, I always look forward to Rue's part because I always want to see what she's wearing and what look she has. Which I thought this look, by the way, was excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as always, but just that shot, I was like, oh. 
look at them. They get their little moment in the spotlight, spotlight too. Yeah. From the I gay like- community in the and to go even further in the sub community for the drag queens or transgender, when you have somebody posing like that, you know, for your bust, it's called mugging. So mm-hmm. they got their mug shot. I I thought that I like that addition, but I also like that they seemed I don't know if it's because they also added more commentary from them or what, but they seemed a little bit more quippy with each other and then mm-hmm. a little bit more lively. But then I had a problem when they were adding in weird sound effects to places that I'm like, where did that come from? I'm trying to remember. It was like they were judging people, and I feel like the sound effects like were overtaking their comments, and that wasn't even necessary. Is it while they were while they were walking? And they and it was they at the, the commentary? it was at the end when they're all like standing up, and they'll they'll do cut shots between the um, the girl who's being judged and the people who are talking about them, mm-hmm. and they were making uh, these weird sound effects that I'm like. Well, these people, these judges are all very colorful people. Mm. They're they hold their own. You don't need to add in weird sound effects, and so that would just that was just a point of irritation. Speaking was, of Blondie, what? what? Oh, Buzz, Busy Phillips. Buzz, Buzzy oh, Phillips. I she love her. She was on Freaks and Geeks. That's all I know. She's currently on Cougar Town. Yeah, I mean, she's great on Cougar that. Town. I just didn't find her very entertaining on this show. She's boring. I'm sorry. I, I meant look. to say she's not entertaining. She well, she's she funny on Cougar Town, everybody. No, she is. <laughs> so watch her there. <laughs> like, I'd rather have, like, Elizabeth Banks, I think is her name. Like, oh, she's I hilarious. love her. Yeah. Is that yeah. from the 80s? No. She's from the 80s. Elizabeth Banks, she's on 30 Rock. Oh, no. She was just in the Hunger Games. Perfect. Hunger Games as a... Uh, perfect. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Hello. Confusing her with someone else. Hello. Did you guys really think Manila was cross-eyed? Because she no, did. yes, but she's she hilarious. She did look cross-eyed. She did with the with the white under her eyes. She yeah. did look cross-eyed, mm-hmm. and then she just add extra to the cross-eyed. I'm glad when she, she played into it, to it though. Yeah, she owned it. Yeah. But that's what Pandora said last week. She was like, "You have to." When something's weird. You make fun of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that picture of her and Zahara, she Aww. looked beautiful. Oh yeah, Zahara was, did too. But I'm saying, yeah. Manila looked beautiful. And that was a moment where you just because, of course, right. that was filmed a while right. back, and now we know uh, right. that Zahara has recently passed, and it's just like. Oh, I know. So I felt like there was a lot of oh the sads. Yeah. Like, just so, <laughs> oh the sads. Oh the sads. <laughs> and there. Um, um, I don't know what I was going to well, say. Gotta the train too. was in my head, and then the train you left. Gotta, left you got to kind of wonder, I mean, because they left it on the photograph for a slightly long well, it's time. It's a nice picture. No, I, mean, yeah. I think there was a little bit of editing for the effect well, of it, too. Because they... Never mind. I'm sure. I'm sure it was, though, because by <laughs> now they know that she's she has died. So I'm sure I mean, that... They're like, producers. They they're going to milk it. Yeah. yeah. Um... <laughs> Do, do, do. Are we going to go back and go over yes, all the rest can. of the... Yes, we <laughs> yeah. Yes, we can start from the beginning. It's a very good place to start. You guys love going in circles with us. We Don't do. lie. We do. I didn't jump to Untucked. Okay. Uh, it was <laughs> I watch Untucked first. So... Which is backwards. Yeah. You're supposed to watch the episode first and then Untucked, which is but why then, the episode airs first and then Untucked. But then, I see, this is an interesting way of watching things, you're though. Trying to, look, you're trying to do Rue Cliff Notes, and you can't happening. do that. You can't do yeah. Rue Cliff Notes. You gotta Rue Apologize. I gotta right. Rue Apologize. <laughs> you have to watch the episode first before you watch Untucked. Alright, Tony Rainer. See, I like, but here's why, okay, in my in my own defense, before oh, I... Before defense. I, before I Rue Apologize. Um... <laughs> I I like to know what the emotional like What's blah going blah blah the... is going on behind behind the scenes when people are 
when people are being judged and kicked off. So then when I'm watching the episode, I'm like, ooh, she's mad about this, and she's unhappy about that. And yeah, so it's almost better to watch her. it first, which is why I did too, Jackie. <laughs> you watch it first too? Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong, just wrong. That's like that's like. Oh, right? I'm gonna read the cliff notes to see if I would like this book before I actually. That's how read it. I got through high school in some you, classes. You got through I high school with cliff the notes. The cliff notes. Well, just my English class. Awful. Now, that, you that got through it. high school. Period. I got through high school. Let's just <laughs> leave it at that. Bless okay. Heart. In college. So what, what did you guys want to say about the beginning? Um. <laughs> That we skipped over. Sorry. I know we're going to get hate mail for it right now. So we what? Love you guys. Rip. We love you guys anyway. Rip. You don't <laughs> like it? Comment it. I like that. I was not sure about La, um, Manila's Madonna and Latrice's Oprah. You're not sure? You just didn't like it? I, you, I, okay, Latrice is not nice. Oprah. She's way too nice, isn't she? She, got, she had the Oprah hair. That was her best hair I think I've ever seen you her You know, I, Tony's friends with these queens. That's why. So it's unfair. I want him to start ripping it. I know he's not gonna. And Manila's gap. No, I, no, I will I'll be honest. But but I I just, I don't know. It's, it's uh, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. It fell short. Either one. It, it fell way really, short. Yeah. I, I see why they were in the bottom because it was like they looked the part, but it didn't really... It didn't really have the kind of, like, enthusiasm. It didn't yeah. land. Yeah. No. And then you had RuPaul coming in and saying, uh, I don't even know who your character is, basically asking if she's Paula Deen. But I think she was doing that purpose. She was coming for them. She wanted to see yeah. how they could handle her come back. Furthermore on that, okay. she, RuPaul was doing that throughout the whole show. Mm-hmm. Did I know. Yeah. That there were these one-liners. Mm-hmm. Like, even when she went to Rujubi, mm-hmm. and they said the joke, and she was like, mm-hmm. oh, that was it? And I was like... <laughs> And I felt like Juju be there when when, uh, when she was like, "What? What's happening?" And then she also made that comment to Nina. Well, she came. Yeah, she came after Nina. Yeah. Guys, we actually have a very special guest on the line. Shady ho! Very special guest. Please introduce yourself. Hey guys, what's going on? This is Kenny. Hi. Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Hi guys. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Um, I don't know you, but hi. Uh, Kenny. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know me, guys? Uh, What's Kenny, going on? Uh, Kenny was on our previous seasons of After Buzz for RuPaul's Drag Race, and he—I had dinner with him recently, and he He's had some—he is gay for you viewers that keep telling me that there are no gay people on this show, which confuses me. Or saying they're not gay now, <laughs> which is a little I'm rude. Totally queer. <laughs> okay, who's kind I'm of rude? Cameron's pretty gay. <laughs> I like Boto. Um. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> Kenny. Kenya! Yeah. So he had some very interesting points. Um, to begin with, he had some interesting points about like the pairings. And he also had interesting points about uh, going back to what Tim said earlier about, um, about the lack of controversy in this show. I feel like they're basically painstakingly trying to invent the controversy. Which, Kenny, what was your suggestion? Um, well, I think the whole show is for the cast from i mean if you're gonna bring back like interesting characters you bring back like uh willem or you bring back Chandler yes. just to mix it up i mean they brought back people that we actually we actually all kind of like and care about um but the one comment that i wanted to make tonight um with you guys i don't know if you guys uh, talked about it earlier is that 
the untucked version of the episodes are more exciting than the actual episode itself. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, of course. But you still wait till after you watch the I episode. Was right. <laughs> I don't Clearly. think that's the point he's trying to make. Next week, I'm going to come in and I'm, I'm going to tell y'all I just watched Untucked because it's more interesting now. Boo. <laughs> well, I, well, I honestly think that it, the, this, I, don't, I, I, don't, I didn't hear you, your guys' show tonight, but um, the, the Untucked, you guys could really just do recap the Untucked because that was more interesting. Um, I feel like the challenge was boring. Um, I don't like the whole pairing. That's just stupid. Um, And I was telling Jackie last week that the whole idea of bringing all-stars, they've done it. I think it's just too soon. They should have done like five or six more seasons and then brought back like a whole group of like, you know, queens over the, like a span of like 10 years as opposed to just the first four years. So, yeah, I right. agree. Yeah. And I know it was like, I know, um, again, Tim mentioned this when he called in, that it was a way to deal with the short episode order. But at the same time, it's like, you can think of something better that doesn't involve it. If you're going to pair queens up, you should do it with new queens where it's going to be even more controversial. And, right. Or um, tragic. Well, and Kenny and I were saying they only brought they like he said like he said they brought in queens that everybody cares about. So if you had mixed that in with, you could have even brought in. Um, oh, I hate myself for saying this, but you could have even brought in Fifi from last season. No, I I totally agree. I think she would have like been Fifi. perfect for this. Yeah. This kind of uh, actually, she would have. She would have been the same light as Mimi because I mean. I don't know. I, mean, yeah. I don't know who you guys think. Who cares? But it's like mm-hmm. she's a good performer, but she she brings controversy. And there were and tons of people that you could have brought back that are really good performers, but are also fairly controversial. And Tammy didn't really have a big fan base when we did the show either. So I mean, maybe she had gained it or had her. You know, they finally jumped Tammy on the train. Tammy brings the weird. No, I like her too. I'm just well, saying, I, as far I as think, like a, I, I, for me, I think as far as the casting, I, if you're gonna let's 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 point out. I mean, all stars. I don't think Tammy should have been back. I don't think Mimi should have been back. I wasn't a big Pandora Box fan. I think uh, for the simple fact that she quit in the season that she was on, basically when, when uh, she went up against Alexis Mateo, I don't think Yara should have been back. I don't think Alexis Mateo should have been back. I mean, out of, I, for me, out of the 12, I would honestly have said that four, maybe five of them were honestly like worthy of being all, you know, quote-unquote all-stars. But I get it. I mean, I think this is Logo's way of filling their network broadcast because they canceled the A-list or yeah, the A-list New York and A-list Dallas. So they don't really have any shows to fill it with. And this was, you know, I guess one of the shows that they wanted to use. But um, yeah, most, which just, is probably why they did All Star so early too. Yeah, instead of waiting another five. And it's seasons. their most popular show, so it's like, what else? You know, Courtney's happy about Yara winning. Yara Sophia. But, yeah, and I was watching. And I was like, "Really? They actually won? I didn't. I didn't understand." Yeah, I, I, I did not. I, 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 I did not understand that. Going back for for a second, <laughs> I you you guys we brought up like the the pairing a lot. You have to think about this. First off, in the casting of everything, when you see the pairs, they do make sense. Mm-hmm. So if you brought in Fifi, if you brought in Shangela, if you brought in other the other people that you guys are mentioning. Who would they be paired with? You know what I mean? So I think as of right now, the pairings and the way that they want to do it, it makes sense. It's a short season, yes. But I feel like this is their way of testing the waters to see if even an all-star season would even work. Now, that means that 
obviously it is working because I think a lot of people are drawn to it. So that means that when it comes back, maybe it will be longer. Maybe it will be different. Maybe there won't be pairings, but this is just their way of saying, we're going to put it out, see if it works, which obviously it is. And then when we bring it back, we can bring it back fiercer, badder, whatever. So. Well, going along that line, though, if you're going to say that those these pairings make sense, then it almost would contradict the idea that it really wasn't their choice. It was kind of pre-planned. You could go along well, that way. But you, you still gravitate mm-hmm. towards people who you feel like you would do well with. Chad and Chanel. Who else would Chanel? Well, Chanel did really them? poorly on her season. She had, she was hated. But they worked together. <laughs> yeah, but... Like, but So that means the producers did more homework to bring them together. And again, so it wasn't necessarily... Well, like, yeah, it could have been, no. you know, manipulated in that way. But I don't think they got to send. They're like, okay, you raise up this flag and you do, you know, no, or no, whatever, no, no, the no. pedal... I think that, like Chanel said in the episode, they are both, they both work the same. They are both very anal retentive people who are very professional and polished. Therefore, they're going to want to be paired together in order to win this. Janelle, I am actually, I, I, I agree with, uh, is that, I, I don't know, is this Tony? Yeah. Is this right his name right? Yeah. Oh, hi, Tony. Tony. I'm Kenny. Um, hi, I nice actually, I, uh, I watched you guys last week and I actually uh, like a lot of your commentary. Um, I do agree with you to a certain extent. Um, however, I think the choice for them to allow to pick them their own partners was a mistake. I think random partner, partnering would have made it more interesting as far as who stays and who goes. But, I mean, whoever got stuck with Mimi, whether it be someone as good as, I mean, I don't consider her really good, but Raven or just anybody other than Pandora Box, it would have made it interesting because that, that, that I, I feel like if she had a strong partner, that would have put her strong partner more in jeopardy yeah. uh, for going for going home. And I think that makes it more interesting. Whereas Chad and Chanel, they do work well together, and so you expect them to stick around. You expect you know Raven and uh, GGB to stick around. I want to see like you know contrast a little bit because it's, it's for me it's kind of like watching a, a reunion special, and you know it just so happens every week you're losing a couple, so. I just, yeah. I, I think some of the choices for the season are just really lackluster and, you know. I would have loved to have seen Chad and Mimi pair together because I think Chad would have still turned it out. Yeah. But no, Chanel I mean. with Mimi wouldn't, would I'm sorry. Chad, I mean, you can say Chad and Chanel are inattentive and they have similar work ethics, but I'm sorry. Chanel is, a, she's not even in the same league as Chad Michaels. <clears throat> I'm sorry. As I far as drag is concerned, maybe as an entertainer, but as far as drag is concerned, I'm sorry. I disagree with that. I do. Um, so, so who do you guys think should have won the challenge? Because I didn't think your Alexa should have won. I said, I uh, said Team B. I think they, yeah. 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 <laughs> Even though I didn't like the runway. Minus the runway outfit. Yeah, so minus I'm sorry. the runway. Those Even though the judges, hated. for the most part, liked them. I love the runway outfits. Oh, that's so the 60s look like. The dresses were okay, but mm-hmm. the stockings were hideous. Well, I felt like in the first episode when they were all being introduced, they looked so much taller and leaner. And then these runway outfits made them look short and stumpy and just not. But that's what they wore. Like, you know, you can't, you know, they had to, you know, have this specific attire, so they couldn't, like, jazz it up for them. You know, they had to wear exactly, you know, what they But did. again, a good queen knows what coloring to wear, and those colors for their stockings. Yeah, made them you did not like those, those stockings I liked them. I did, too. Now, I thought, Chad I Michaels. That dress. Not the Love favorite, him. but that dress probably was the best outfit I've seen this short yeah. season. Yeah. It, it was, was really sick. Cool. It was really cute. I like it when the teams match. So I think I, that's what I also appreciated about Ruby because I like mm. that 
that their outfits matched. And I feel like... The theme flowed down. The theme flowed together. Even though I thought Chad's outfit was absolutely gorgeous, it's just when, if you're a team, you should have team t-shirts, you know? You should match. See, you would be one of those people, if you had a twin sister, you guys would dress alike until you're 100 years old. Yeah. And we would confuse the crap out of everybody. (laughs) (laughs) What's that Patty Duke show? I always loved the Patty Duke show because I was like, what a twin that I can. I made my sister dress like me, but she looks nothing like me. Kenny. Yeah. Do you think that um, Chad is carrying Chanel? Um, I think so. I mean, but here's my thing. The whole, as far as couple, the way, I don't understand the judging as far as are they judging, judging their runway as a pair or just. You know, in general, separately, blah blah blah, and that, that goes for the, the the actual challenge. Oh, and by the way, if you're gonna have a min, mini challenge, like have it relevant and like lead it into you know the main challenge. I think this. I think this this season is just something's missing. And no, the you know, mini challenge went with for, the final challenge because yeah. the newlywed game is from, from that the time. The era. Yeah. I get it, but you know how, like, during the mini talent, they, you know, the winner gets to choose whatever, or, you know, they actually get a prize of some sort. I think, I don't, or I can't remember what happened <laughs> they last got week, but I think in it the was face. kind of the same thing. It's, it's, it's just kind of bad. You like, feel like it's hodgepodge? Mm-mm. Ain't nobody got time for that, Kenny. I've been oh. saying that all day. In every coupling, there's one strong one, and that is helping the other one, you know, move along. So, um, so of Juju being Raven, who do you think is the strong one? Ooh. I think Raven may be the strong one. I think so, too. Yeah. But I think Juju B has her moment. I but guess I think, she may I be. Think Raven, people are using her to get hooked up. Juju B so. has great commentary. <laughs> That is a personal side note. Um, bah, bah, bah. But like, but I, like I said, I, 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 I honestly, I don't really consider many of them all stars. So that's just my personal. See, I, I mean, they're all stars in their own right. But as far as you know, me as a viewer, I would have gone with different people. For for me, it goes back to what I said last week. It all depends on your type of drag, and I think that each of the girls who are here this season, their type of drag is on point. So. I mean, in my eyes, they're all all-stars. Kenny, Tony is highly politically correct, and he's friends with these Listen, queens. Listen, so. whether, whether I'm friends with them You know, I, told, not, I, I, I would, agree with I your statement, but him. as far as me as an outsider looking in, mm-hmm. for me, and knowing what they went through, like, I'm sorry, like, I love the trees. I still think, like, for me, like, and uh, trust me, I don't know, I'm not an expert on drag, or I, I know nothing, but from watching... There's nothing that she's doing differently this season that she didn't do six months ago. When we uh, her six makeup ago. looks better. But you you have to realize this. Chad and Latrice are coming right off the tails of their season into All-Stars. Mm-hmm. So they literally finished their season, did drag you, and went right into All-Stars. So we're not going to see probably that much growth. But when you have, like, Tammy Brown and Raven and all these people from seasons past, yeah, they're going to have a little bit See, more I growth. disagree because I feel you've been working. You've been on the show. You've been doing drag you. You have no excuse but to have used that time and to that grow. opportunity to grow exponentially. They have had no time. They had, but they had resources and they had money. I think that all goes back to the producer's choice to do an all-star season so soon Mm -hmm. and cast two people that were that we just watched. And I think that makes it a little fail for me as a viewer. Because I mean, let's talk about it. So they did drag you. Let's be honest. A lot of queens don't have successful careers. Some do, some don't. 
like we talked about, is a wide gambit. So she, they had opportunity. Like Latrice had jail time, right? I mean, what was she doing for work? Now she's done drag you. She's had opportunity to get access to makeup for free. You have you have the the time and the resources to up your game. So maybe the makeup is good, but I agree with Kenny that like you know not much is different, and she's had the opportunity. So I feel it was kind of squ- Although squandered. In, in in her defense, they brought back all of the miscongenialities. Like every every person who was voted a miscongeniality was brought back because they're fan favorites, and they Latrice are. is a fan favorite. And y- you also have to realize a little tidbit for you guys: they literally had about a week to prepare for. All stars. So just imagine the wigs, the clothes, the you know the list of stuff that they get to make sure that they bring. That takes a while. I mean, it takes me a while to pack for a two day trip. Let alone if I had to pack for a show, and I was a drag queen, I had to get wigs, costumes, nails, makeup, this, that, and the other. Like you're trying to get all this stuff together. Yes, you're professional and you've done this, but now you're about to enter into a competition. You want to do your best, and they only give you this a, a couple of days a few days to do it so i mean that goes into play as well not that i'm like i think to... i think i think had i known that information like if rupaul would have uh had, had that a part of the opening of the, the episode i would have been more excited to watch it because that is important i mean if they only had literally one week that makes it that kind of ups their you know the the the, the game for them. You know what I mean? Well, and but, it also lends to what we talked about when you were back with us last season, Kenny, is that we can only judge what we're given. We don't get this backstory, exactly. so it's not fair to no. expect us to understand that. Not that you do. But in general, we can only judge what we know. So that backstory about how much time they really had is really not a factor until... Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, we have to move to news and predictions. No, Kenny, ask, so, your, ask your question um, first. <laughs> real quick, um... What's going on with Miss, uh, Michelle Visage? I mean, it's, it seems like she's getting more draggy every. every That's what week. I said. Yes. I said that during the episode. I was like, Michelle is very draggy. Well, you know, she, she has her own house. I think she needs to pull it back. I, I think it's too much. She has her own house. I, I, mean, I loved her. I love her. She called our show last season. I think she just needs to pull it back for me, personally. But Well, drag on, Michelle. Me. Drag on. <laughs> well, um,. Okay. Bye, Kenny. Okay. Thanks, Bye, Kenny. Thank you. It was Kenny. so nice to meet you. Kenny, You're what's welcome, your Twitter guys. again? Holiday, Kenny, it was nice to speak with you, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, okay. we miss Bye. you. Bye. <laughs> news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Now that I'm deaf from that noise, um, RuPaul's Drag Race News and Gossip. Cloud Atlas opened last week. Co-creator Lena Wachowski. I might be pronouncing wrong, but I'm also Polish, so take that. <laughs> take that has said she hopes that the film can uh, the film Cloud Atlas can challenge the attitudes of transphobic people. Lena said that one character in the film, a waitress who plays uh, a revolutionary, reflected her own struggle with being transgendered. This, the film stars Tom Hanks, Hugo Weaving, Halle Berry, Hugh Grant, and Susan Sarandon, who all play multiple characters crossing racial and gender lines that and featuring multiple time periods. The themes Wachowski mentions might not come across, however, because the film was recently criticized by Asian Americans for casting Western actors in yellow face makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's oh, been. Oh, that's not right. Well, there's been. <laughs> oh, my Lord. No, I'm not. I'm Asian. Asian. I know, he's Asian. Um, so there, it's had mixed reviews, but I think <laughs> I'm still going to see it. It sounds fascinating. Um, I still don't get what it's about from the previews. Interconnectivity. Yeah, interconnectivity of the human race. Well, there. I'm going to go see it now, everybody. Too Plus, much. Plus, she'll um, lie. Okay. I'm going to go see Hotel Transylvania. That was yeah. good. 
It was good. Um, Hurricane Sandy made landfall in New Jersey on Monday evening, for those of you that don't have a television or a radio. Um, With 80 miles an hour sustained winds, uh, it killed at least 48 people. It cut power to, uh, I think it's about 8 million homes and businesses on the East Coast. One way to help is by donating to the Red Cross. All donations provide shelter, food, emotional support, and other assistance to those who are affected by the by the hurricane. To donate, go to redcross.org, call 1-800-RED-CROSS, or text the word Red Cross to 90999 to make a $10 donation. Um, if any, every one of our listeners, I don't know how many listeners we have, but if you all did, donated $10, that would be a lot of money to the Red Cross. And, you know, and there's no judgment. I mean, there's no. No, we're not trying to milk it. It's just it, people need help. The saddest thing I heard was the, about the, the hospital. That, the New York uh, the hospital. The backup generator. Wow, that's it's terrible. Yeah, the backup generator went down and mm-hmm. um, they had to evacuate all of the patients in the hospital. And in the bigger scheme, right, there was flooding as well. And a lot of the electrical systems, it's going to take weeks on end to repair this situation. People are going to be, with, be without power for a while. Mm-hmm. So, um, if you're interested in other ways of helping besides Red Cross, I I did a link to a whole list of them that ABC had. Um, that's all the news and gossip I have for today. Predictions? Yeah, I'm the Debbie Downer. <laughs> I want to help. It's good to get the world. It's serious. <laughs> so, who do you guys predict will win, and who do you predict will go home next week? Starting with Tony. Oh, well. Mm, on the chopping block. Right. Um, I really feel like Chad and Chanel, I, I love them dearly. They're very professional. And they work well together. But I feel like they've kind of been on this track of, like, I'm not sure. Like, mm-hmm. I, they, everything is going to count from here on out. So I, I think uh, as long as they step their game up and, and continue to do well, I think they'll do fine. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Latrice and, and Manila, it was kind of scary today, so I think they, they definitely need to step up and not and forget about the win, move on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So step mm-hmm. it up, girls. So you're predicting? I'm predicting that if Chanel and Chad don't do well, then I think they will go home. And you're predicting who to win? Next week? Period. Oh. Is that what you asked? Yeah, oh. Ultimate? period. Ultimate, Ultimate winner. winner. Stop confusing me, Tony. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What's the question again? Um, I, Soul dog. I think... Oh, my God. I'm so upset. Um, I think that... Uh, I don't know. I think... Uh, I don't know at this point. I really don't. I'm, I'm mad at you. I'm, I'm just going to go with, with Ruju B just because I like them both. Yeah, they're the wild card. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to go with uh, Ruju B. You was? Or I you think, are? No, you? I are. I are. I am. I are. Juju B is still my top in my top three, even though Tammy went home. I my, Before we knew there were teams, I picked Juju B and Chad and Tammy. But I think Team Ruju B is going to win. And to go home, Latrice and Manila. Just because. We <laughs> talked about it earlier. and I think um, about Latrice not bringing it. I don't know. Next, let's move on. I feel like, again, Ruju B would be the ultimate winner just because mm-hmm. they're so good as a team. Mm-hmm. Like, they're working so well together, yeah. which is the point of this. And then I actually think Yarlexis, to me, Yarlexis? they keep slight even though they won this week, I still feel that they slide, they've been sliding past the radar. I forgot the, I, I totally forgot about them. See? That's my point. Point. I changed my prediction. I think they're going home next week. Watch mm-hmm. out, she's going to explode. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about y'all, Alexis. See? They're no, unforgettable. I think, they, I think they could bring it a little bit more than Vanilla and Latrice. Huh? 
Go ahead, Cam. No, no, no. You were saying? No, no, I'm done. Oh, I'm, done. Um, I'm still rooting for Manila and Latrice. Well, you may not have long to root. Because if they go home, <laughs> you will not see me back on the show. <gasps> what? We need sex. And I think in. that uh, Yara and Blateo are going to be going home. Yeah. Yara Sofia. I just like Sorry, saying Courtney. that team name. That's... Yara is janky and that hair sucks. <laughs> I love That's everyone. all we got for today. Uh, where can they find you guys? You can find me at 123Jackie underscore B. And Jackie is spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E. Uh, Cam? At Tomakava777. At Natalie Bratney. At Lounging with Tony. Yeah, lounging with Tony. And he also has Lounging with Tony videos that are awesome, too. It reminds yeah, me of Lounging Oh, and don't forget a homeboy <laughs> who called in. Oh, yes. Tim. Tim. Tim, you can actually find a link to his YouTube. I'll put it up on Twitter for you guys. So follow me to follow Tim. No. That's terrible. Oh, that's a way to but, go. What a plug. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a good one, actually. Oh, yeah? I thought it was good. I like doing that. Yeah, then people are going to tweet me hate. That's hate okay. Mail. You're spending time hating Jackie, stop plugging yourself. I don't think stop people that. hate you as much as you say they do. How often do you I plug yourself? I think I hate me pretty much. Don't hate yourself. How often do you love plug? yourself? I plug myself everywhere. Because if you don't love yourself, how in the hell, how the you hell love am I going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> they have not played us off yet. Because <laughs> we keep talking. Executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily. We should have said in the buzz you later. In the buzz you later. You guys don't sound like.